TH Glee, the show where we get high and watch Glee. I'm Courtney, and I've never seen all of Glee. And I'm Elise, and Glee was my entire personality back in the day. I know for the listeners, we are both consuming weed legally and are allowed to have it, so if it is not legal in your area or you are not of legal age to consume it, please don't. And yes, we will be trashing Will Schuster in every episode. Please enjoy this and hi us, take it away. (laughs) Let's do this. Well, now that we've uh, been talking for like 20 minutes about other things, because we really don't want to talk about this episode. Welcome back to TH Glee. Let's I have talk COVID. about it. <laughs> it's, it's the Courtney has COVID TH Glee holiday special. Except that when this comes out, it's going to be like three years from now. <laughs> three days till Christmas, Courtney has COVID. I didn't sleep much last night. And we're here talking about one of my least favorite episodes of Glee of all time. The Season Spanish three, teacher. episode 12, The Spanish Teacher. I think this was the third ever time I've watched this episode because I hate it that much. Yeah. Um, Ricky Martin's in this episode. Mm-hmm. And it's a waste of Ricky Martin, to be honest. Can I say, the end of this episode, Ricky Martin is offered a teaching position at McKinley. And it's seriously implied that he's taking it. And we never see him again. <laughs> oh, I'm upset by that. I would love more Ricky Martin in this. In this. Just Ricky- him, like, casually walking down in the hallway and being like, hey, guys. And then, like, that's all he's in the episode for. I would love that. That would be so good. Ricky Martin is now just a part of the cast. And it's like, why is Ricky Martin in this Glee show? <laughs> like, he's surely really so he's too expensive for them to have him in every episode. I don't know. Is he doing anything these days? <laughs> uh, I mean, he was on the episode of Drag Race. That was after Glee ended, though. Yeah. <laughs> First episode of the day, baby. Let's do it. <laughs> so, I want to talk about the way we're watching Glee right now. Yeah. No. Let's 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 let's, let's, uh, let's fill in our let's fill in our friends listening at home as to what's going on so this so, is this is our covid holiday special and is, the date our, the date the date is december 22nd 2021 just the omicron variant has taken over manhattan and courtney has got it <laughs> i am sitting in my bed with my sleeping cat wrapped in a blanket i cannot breathe through my nose watching this fucking episode with my friend in portland oregon elise eldridge <laughs> Okay, this is also the first episode we're doing after Glee has departed from all streaming platforms. Yeah, so as so- of December 1st, <laughs> Glee is a no is no longer part of the Ryan Murphy Netflix cinematic universe. For some reason, I <laughs> everything else Ryan Murphy's ever done is on Netflix. And so Elise was like, okay. Where else can we stream it? Because at some point it's probably gonna go on Hulu. But we but we need to watch it in the interim. I I refuse to wait until Disney decides to finally grant mercy and put it on Hulu. 
Yeah. And so Elise was like, okay, let me get the DVDs from my library because I don't own any of the seasons digitally. Um, I weirdly just own one episode now because Amazon glitched and all of the glee was free for like a brilliant two seconds and I got an episode. But like, and you got this episode. This is now yeah. the episode that you own forever. <laughs> and it's the worst episode. Um, so that's It's definitely the worst one we've seen so far. Like, no um, question. So we at least got the DVDs of season three from the library. <laughs> and we tried to stream it. She tried to stream it from her Discord or from Zoom, but for some reason it won't show up. I don't know if it's like a privacy thing. I, I think it's an anti-piracy measure. Um, because it would be like, oh, do you want to stream, like, the viewing window for your DVD player? And you'd click on it, and it would just turn the whole thing gray. It was like, we refuse to let somebody other than you see this. So we weren't able to do that, and I tried it on Discord, and I tried it on Zoom, and it wasn't working. And, uh... We were like, okay, if nothing else for this one episode, Courtney has it on Amazon, so that's our last resort. But as we're talking about doing this, I just type in Watch Glee Online Free, find the least sketchy looking link, and just pulled it right up. And honestly, it was high def. It, it was didn't a good, lag. It, yeah, it only lagged a couple of like, the, the songs for me. Like the frame would drop a little bit, but I think that's mm-hmm. just they were moving too fast. Yeah, so... I'd say this works. Yeah. So don't <laughs> sue us, us. It took us an embarrassing amount of time to get it to the point where we could actually click play on the episode. And I wanted to be very careful about that because the ep- the opening seconds of this episode are a jump scare. Um, yes. So episodes, let's get into it. What a great transition. We're going to. I, I would love to hear you try to make sense of this episode for me and the folks at home. So episode starts with. Will, Puck, Artie, and Finn dressed in ponchos and sombreros singing La Cucaracha, which first of all is about a cockroach smoking marijuana. <laughs> I don't think I knew that. Yeah. Topical. I feel like marijuana. smoking marijuana. Yeah. So it's fully a song about weed. Um, and Will is like singing it with, to his Spanish class because as we know, he is the Spanish teacher. And it just pans between the students all looking disappointed and Will looking concerned. And we hear, like, his voiceover going, this usually goes over pretty well with my classes, but for some reason this year it feels weird. Maybe because it's... How come nobody complained about this before? I don't know. And so Will gets called to Figgins' office because a student complained about him teaching Spanish. Oh, can I say, why is Santana in his Spanish class? She doesn't need to take a Spanish class. She's Why is she fluent there? in Spanish. Yeah. She could test out of it. <laughs> Why? Why was she in that class? Okay. I don't anyway. Know. Anyways. So Figgins calls Willow to his office and is like, hey, somebody complained that you're teaching Spanish weird. And also the history teacher has dementia. So she got forced into early retirement which means we have a tenure track open at the school now the clip that they show of the history teacher with dementia it's her pulling down a map and it's just all covered in red and like the nazi symbol and she's like and that's how the germans won world war ii where did she get that map from 
She had to have like made that custom yeah. because that's not a real map. It's I, like it's like the map of the world if the Nazis had like invaded everywhere. Yeah. That's like <laughs> it was it was insane. a choice. <laughs> it was insane. Honestly, one of the better choices in the episode. Yeah. Um so Will is like all about getting that tenured position now, which I didn't know you could get tenure at a high school. So, I think that's why some of the shitty teachers in my high school didn't get fired is because they had tenure. That would make sense, I guess. Um, so he's trying to get tenure, and so he's like, maybe I should learn Spanish. <laughs> <sighs> and so he goes to night school to learn Spanish, and who's the teacher of Spanish night school? None other than David Martinez, a.k.a. Ricky Martin. Everybody talks about his teeth in this episode. They're very clearly veneers. Yeah. Like, he clearly has cosmetically enhanced teeth. Yeah. And everybody's talking about it like it's his natural gift. Like, those are his real teeth. Here's the thing. (laughs) He's a rich gay man. Of course he has fake teeth. That's the first thing gays do when they get money. They get fake teeth. That's the first thing a lot of people do when they get money, is get new teeth. That's the first thing I'm going to do when I get money, is get better teeth. I want mine to be whiter, but I have really good teeth as it is, so... I have really tiny teeth and they're all ruined from having braces twice. So I would like new teeth, please. Anyways. What do you think the singer Jack White would look like with veneers? Like an insane person. He already looks like an insane character. He already has really small teeth. He has like kitten teeth. Yeah. So like if he had veneers, would it be like too jarring? Because he went from small to like huge instead of small to like normal. I think he would just look more like a Tim Burton character. Yeah. <laughs> Can you tell that I don't want to talk about this episode? Yeah. <laughs> so Will talks to uh, Ricky Martin after class and is like, hey, can I buy you Una Ca- Un Cafe or whatever the fuck he says? That's stupid and wrong. And they just go to the teacher's line and they talk and it's like, kind of gay but like oh it was um it was like in like the light like it was all dark yeah and they were like the only ones there it was a little erotic i'll say that yeah (laughs) so i think ricky martin just makes most things erotic yeah it's that smile i don't know if see i don't think i'd point to the smile like i think he has like nice skin and like good hair he shows off his tattoos a lot in this episode. He's mostly wearing t-shirts. He's also very charismatic. Yeah. Sorry, I had to mute because I don't want to blow my nose on it. No, air. that's good. One last thing for you to edit out. Just yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, Will's like, hey, you should come to Glee Club. And so he does. Uh, Ricky Martin comes to Glee Club. And he's... <sighs> this is when the episode really just goes off the rails for me. Ricky so, Martin comes to the club and he's like, and first of all, everyone is sitting in like a weird formation around the classroom. Will comes in. Oh, and, goes, and Blaine's not there. And Blaine's not there because of his eye situation from last time. So because of the flash. Um, <laughs> so TV's the flash. <laughs> because of TV's the flash. <laughs> so Ricky, so Will comes into the glee club and is like, where do you guys think you'll be in 2030? And we get the on Broadway from Kurt and Rachel. We get 
something something from other people and then Artie says he's, he's gonna walk in 2030 yeah, yeah and what like, is yeah, why yeah. why is like the one through line of Artie's character throughout all of these seasons that he wants to walk yeah why like, can't he just be okay being in a wheelchair i think it's genuinely offensive that the writers of this show tried to write a person in a wheelchair and all they could write was i wish i could walk yeah that's so fucked up like he could have other dreams yeah so nobody nobody talks about that offensiveness on glee everybody talks about like the other stuff but that's that's genuinely really offensive that's gonna be your next school paper on why glee is trash (laughs) i don't have as much skin in that game though well somebody's got to i'm sure somebody's written many a paper about that (laughs) yeah i know that they have i've seen the titles i just haven't read them because they weren't relevant to the paper i was writing yeah so and then we get puck's line saying in prison or dead which um bad foreshadowing yeah and then will's like anyways ricky martin and ricky martin comes in and he's like hi everyone let's sing songs in spanish and instead of doing like a song by a Latin artist, like in Spanish, something beautiful like that, even oh. songs, instead of even doing one of his own songs, Ricky Martin sings "I'm Sexy and I Know It" in Spanglish, and it's so upsetting. <laughs> At one point, Finn is trying to body roll, and it looks like he's going to throw his back out. <laughs> also, he's wearing that shirt that I hate. Yeah, it's just a striped polo shirt. He's wearing the weird striped shirt that I hate, that I talked about how much I hated it in a previous episode. And it's just, it's just an odd, it's an odd choice all around of song, of dance, of use of Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin was about to sing and I was just like, my eyes were like glued to Courtney because I knew it was coming and I knew she was going to lose it. And you had like your head in your hands. You were, I... your, your jaw was open. Like you were just. I was going through it because that that song it gives me such first of all that song gives me such a visual reaction because of the yeah. trauma of it from high school for like many reasons that the I trauma of LMFAO is real. <laughs> the trauma of the person you had a crush on in high school loving that band and it, it, we're not going to go into my child my high school trauma. Um, <laughs> anyways, LMFAO, you're whatever. Um, you're on very thin ice. You're on thin ice. <laughs> Ricky Martin, you're also on thin ice now. How oh, dare you? Gosh, LMFAO, everybody's favorite uncle nephew duo. The only thing I like about them is that dance they do that works with Uptown Girl. <laughs> that works with like every song, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, so they do that, and then Will's like, "Everyone sing a song in Spanish this week for a Glee Club." That's the assignment. Hooray! Um, meanwhile, in Sue's corner. Um, she oh God. was trying to get the tenure literally before Ricky Martin or no, I don't remember when this happens, but Sue is sitting in the choir room. Yeah. Like, like the, the second scene of the episode is Sue sitting in the choir room with all of like the boys in Glee club. And like convince, trying to convince them to go down to the clinic and like donate their sperm because Sue was trying to have a baby and she didn't like any of the sperm donors that were like available. And so she wants. I don't think it's even legal for them to donate sperm. I'm pretty sure you have to be an adult. You have to be 18. You can't just donate sperm as a high school student. No. 
but she also says like Artie shouldn't donate sperm and he says I wasn't an accident and then he tells Kurt not to donate it either she tells Kurt not to donate either for some reason I don't know she said because all of that weirdness should die with you or something like all this should end with you like it's something like that it was very disturbing and then Will comes in and is like uh what the fuck are you doing and then she asks Will to give her sperm which is also strange and then Nini Leaks is around because um, I guess somebody complained about Sue's teaching style and how the Cheerios aren't doing great anymore because they didn't win the thing last year. And so Figgins brings in Nini Leaks, the swim coach, to like revamp the Cheerios, I guess. And then <laughs> we watched the Cheerios do like a new fun dance. And then Sue's. It's to this song that's like probably royalty free and it's like ding da ding da ding da ding ding ding. Yeah, as opposed to, you know, the ones where Sue choreographed to like Madonna and Katy Perry. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Sure, Jan. But Nene Lee goes on this whole like monologue about how Sue can't have a baby because she's old. Which is everyone's fucking theme for this episode for Sue, is that she can't have a baby because she's old. Multiple people say, you're gonna have a baby with whose vagina? Yeah. Which is a funny line, but also it's terrible. Let her have a baby if she wants it, I guess. Um, Yeah, as long as she's physically capable of doing it, there's, like, nothing wrong with it. But, I I mean, she does look like somebody who's maybe gone through menopause. (laughs) Yeah. She doesn't look like somebody who still needs to buy tampons. I'll say that. (laughs) Yeah. So, Sue's trying to have a baby. And then we get Kurt, no, um, Mercedes and Sam. They're kind of a lot of this episode. Yeah, so they're sitting in Emma's office, and they're like, we have feelings for each other, but I'm dating somebody. Mercedes is still dating that other guy. And she's like, I don't know what to do because I like both of them and I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. And then Emma's like, what if you guys just didn't speak to each other for like a week or whatever? So they're not going to talk to each other. I was very confused by this advice. I don't understand this tactic. I was confused by most things in this episode, though. Yeah. This was just so confusing. And so many people in this episode, are just completely detached from reality. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Some of these people are just fully, like, lying to themselves to get through the day. Like, I don't... Yeah. So, Mercedes then sings some song in Glee Club that's in Spanish. I think it's called Don't Wanna Lose You, but I don't know, because she only sings the chorus in Spanish. Yeah, she sings it at Sam, and then we get a hard cut from that to Sam singing. Yeah, so Mercedes, at the start of the song, they're doing a very weird setup in yeah, the like choir room. Backwards chair in it, on the choir risers. Like, on one of the risers, and like everybody's turned to face her on the risers, but then yeah. she gets up from there and like leaves. Yeah. And, like, stands in front of them. And it's like, but they all turn their chairs. <laughs> also, before this, Mercedes, Kurt, and Rachel had, like, a sleepover. They were watching, obviously, Twilight. They didn't yeah. say Twilight, but it was, like, obviously Twilight. Um, And 
Rachel reveals that Finn has proposed to her. And then she said yes! <laughs> yeah, which is the thing I also forgot had happened. Mm-hmm. I realized a few minutes into the episode that Courtney had completely forgotten that Finn and Rachel got engaged. And yeah. I knew that there was going to be talk of it in this episode. And I'm like, I'll just wait. I'll let her re-experience <laughs> that on her own. <laughs> you know me so well. <laughs> yeah. There are certain things that I just think are better for you to learn in the episode than hearing it from me. <laughs> yeah. As I was listening back to um, both the episodes that we have out, and then I got to start editing new ones again, Uh I sometimes throw in references to upcoming episodes without telling you that that's what I'm doing, and you just let it breeze by. (laughs) I So I have to say, when I listen to the episodes now, after seeing, like, up through, halfway through season three, basically, I'm like... Oh, Elise fully prepared me for this, and I just didn't realize it. Yeah, because you didn't know that's what I was doing. I was doing, like, subliminal messaging to you. (laughs) So I'm, like, going back listening through the episodes, I'm like, okay, she says this happens in season four. I'm not going to remember that, though. Like, even now, I can't remember some of them. I also sometimes make references to upcoming things or I'll like say little line readings and I just assume that you don't know what I'm talking about and that it could be anything but I know that I'm making a Glee reference that you will one day get (laughs) like I was listening to um to the episode that came out recently at time of recording like one 16 14 home or something and in that we were talking about how Will had um had had like so many sleepovers with these women while he's supposed to be dating Emma and you were like I'm slut shaming Will and then I said you're a slut Will you're a slut which is what Emma says to him in the next episode oh yeah <laughs> and you didn't know that that's what I was doing no <laughs> this is the kind of thing so even sometimes I prepare you by telling you I'm preparing you and sometimes I I sneaky prepare you by planting oh, yeah. the seed I can't believe you've done this. <laughs> where were we? Okay, so yeah, so it hard cuts from Mercedes song to Sam's song. Okay, yeah, Sam's song, which is a mashup. It's a mashup of Bom- Bombello and Bombaleo and Bombaleo and Hero by Enrique Iglesias. Gabriel Iglesias. What <laughs> 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 the, the fluffy guy? What did you say? Enrique Iglesias. Enrique. <laughs> and you said, those are two very different people. <laughs> you can imagine that guy singing hero. I can be your hero, baby. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, so Enrique Iglesias. Um, which, that song, I always, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie. Uh, uh, what the fuck is it called? It's with Tim Allen. It's the superhero movie that he did. Fuck. I can't think I of it. I vaguely remember this. It's got, I don't think I um, saw it, but I vaguely remember the concept. And it's a very you sort of movie to bring up out of nowhere. Zoom. zoom. The movie is Zoom. <laughs> it's got fucking um, Kate Mara in it. Yeah. So they do a scene where they have like a prom for like the kids because they're all like teenagers. And this is the song they play. <laughs> 
we, we did it. We found the most Courtney anecdote. <laughs> the fucking movie Zoom. <laughs> the single most Courtney anecdote we could, the universe was capable of creating. We did it. A movie with a 4% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> and that's how you know this popular Enrique Iglesias song from. That's how I know. It's like this top ten hit. How many conscious in this movie? <laughs> Anyways. I do. Yeah, no, I remember this now. I, I haven't seen the film, but I do remember, like, the ads for it. Yeah, so, uh, Sam sings that, and they're all, all, all they're the wearing shoes. They're all wearing the weird cowboy shoes that have, like, the really long curly tips, and we're, yeah. <laughs> we're like, where the fuck did they get these? <laughs> where in... Ohio did they well, buy see, these? That's the thing. This is what I was saying is they this was like before Amazon Prime was a thing. Like Amazon yeah. still existed, but it was like normal shipping windows. It wasn't like guaranteed two-day delivery. And they like have had like this is maybe what, the third day of the lesson. So they have had very little time to actually go out and get these matching mm-hmm. outfits. And I'm like, where did you get these? Where did you get these shoes? Where did you get all these bolo ties? I just, I mean, bolo ties, I guess, makes more sense. But I, I, I've I, never seen those shoes in person in my life. Granted, I live in an incredibly white city. But... Yeah. I have, I have seen them. I don't remember where, but when I lived in more central Oregon, outside of Portland, um, there's a larger, like, Hispanic population. Yeah near Salem and all that too so I, I have definitely seen them before at like I don't know fancy events <laughs> but have you seen them like at a store is what I'm talking about no I think yeah. you have to like special order those for Mexico right so how did they get them in like three days <laughs> I don't know I don't have the answers they sing the song it's fine it's fine that I mean see that's the thing with like the songs in this episode are either fine or deranged (laughs) there is zero in between they're either fine or they are like off the rails insane bad (laughs) yeah 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 that was one thing about the sexy and i know performance which like was like mostly fine but when he'd say the line when he'd say i'm sexy and i know it and he did it in that lower voice it never once matched up with his performance (laughs) no it looked like he was lip syncing it every single time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So during Sam's number, I I think, Santana asked Mr. Shu when he's gonna what he's gonna do and perform. And he's like, uh, me perform? What? And she's like, Yeah, you're the mucho Spanish teacher, you're you're muy muy good at Spanish or whatever. It's like she teases him. She she yeah she mocked him. I, you know what? I feel bad that San- the best way that Santana's been used all season was in this episode that was rooted in people being racist towards her and her culture, uh, <laughs> because she's really good in this episode. Yeah, she's really good. She's really fun. You can tell she's like out for blood and it's so fun to watch her just like have a plan and implement it and just like be cunning to like get her way. It's like really good. I just wish that we could get that with like better material. 
and better subject matter. It was yeah. kind of like um, her in that Valentine's Day episode from season two, where she like incepts Finn with mono. Yes. Like, like, yes. like it was it was similar energy to that, but like that was more fun because she was like fully in control. You yeah. know. Oh my god. Anyway. Yeah. So Will's now gonna perform a song. Will's trying to like translate his song to Spanish. And Emma is like being cute and showing her his or She was him. being so sweet in this scene. I hate that he was being so mean to her. Yeah. He was just a dick to her, but she was like trying to be encouraging and like help him. And he's like, I'm trying to take care of you. Like, stop being, like, funny and, like, trying to make me feel good. And she's like, I don't need you to take care of me, Will. And she gets up and walks away. And, because Will's being a dick. And this is also after the conversation Emma and Sue had about how Sue wanted Will's sperm because Will is so kind. Because Will is just the nicest man ever. Ooh, um, and also, because I keep forgetting that this things happen in this episode, Kurt goes to the locker room to confront Finn about the fact that he is engaged to Rachel because it's weird. And Finn's like, please don't tell anyone. And Kurt's like, this isn't a good idea. And Finn's like, I'm nothing. I need her to make me be something. Which is really shitty to like put all of your personality onto the, your girlfriend. And Kurt's like, Sorry, straight white man, that you're having a bad time. Remember that you're also special because you're a football player who can sing and dance. <laughs> and then at one point, there's <sighs> a poster behind Finn. Courtney like, made me rewind the episode to see this again. That says Titan's House, and it's like a handmade like school fun poster. But at one point, Finn's giant Frankenstein body is, like, blocking half the poster. And so it just says Tit House. And it's very funny. <laughs> yeah, Courtney made me rewind the sketchy episode link just to see it say Tit House. Hey, we needed some joy in this episode. We did. We really did. So, yeah. So, Will was a shit person to Emma. And then the next day... They, like, go to sit down and have lunch in the teacher's lounge. And Beast is, like, raving about Emma's pamphlets and how they finally got the football players to wash their junk. Because, I guess, the boys have not been washing their their grundle because it's gay or something. I... Okay. This episode has everything... (laughs) Racist teachers, teachers talking about students' genitalia, uh, students doing sexy little dances with teachers and students, and uh, what's like the, uh, a teacher Emma, wanting Emma, students' sperm? Like it's just Emma it's gave so weird. Mercedes, a pamphlet that says "So you're a two-time and hoe." Like, yeah, what is going on in the Glee universe in this episode? Seriously. Yeah. Who wrote this? Actually, I'm gonna look it up. If it was a woman, I'm gonna scream. Yeah, so Emma's like getting all this praise from Beast about the pamphlets and how Beast was showing them to her cooter. Um, This was written by Ian Brennan, one of the three co-creators of the show who has written good episodes. Dude, let's just sleep. Go back to sleep, bud. You're fine. I know, this episode is getting you worked up, too. 
You didn't even watch it. You love watching Glee. Toothless is a Glee. He likes the bright colors and the, the mean women. <laughs> That's also um, why he likes housewives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he will sit on the bed and like watch the TV sometimes when I'm watching those shows. <laughs> Dude, you've got to watch Selling Sunset. I, I think I will. I, have I need I need up. to talk to you about Selling Sunset, and it's totally your kind of show. The way that I can't leave my apartment for 10 days, and I still am like, <laughs> what do I watch? <laughs> Selling Sunset. Okay. Um, how does, What happens after that? So, uh, Ricky Martin and Santana signal Isla Bonita together. It's fine. It's like a full-ass laser light show from, like, a planetarium. Yeah, it it yeah, it's odd. And then Mr. Shu gets up there and sings an Elvis song that's like half in Spanish, but he's dressed as a matador. He yeah, he sings Little Less Conversation by Elvis mostly in Spanish and he's dressed as a matador and he has like a red scarf and Brittany and Mike come out and dance around him wearing bullhorns. It's Santana like looks at it both as I cannot believe this racist ass teacher and also why is my girlfriend up there? <laughs> and so after his performance, Will's like, it was you, Santana. You were the one who complained. And she was like, Yeah, because look Duh. what you're doing. <laughs> you don't know he, Spanish. You he don't like know yells at her and he's like, This is uh, between adults, Santana. And she's like, Are you serious? She actually gets him good because she's like what was your dream, Mr. Shu? Every literally everything she says is straight facts, and he he's like mean to her. Yeah, when he, he was just openly racist against her. Yeah, and she was like, "Did why did you take the job?" And he was like, "Cause it was the only one open." And she was like, "Yeah, and you're bad at it, so do something about it." And so then, um, Sue yells at Sue also yells at Santana about like complaining to Figgins about her and Santana's like it wasn't me turns out it was uh uh Becky yeah and Sue was actually really nice to her about it and then uh Emma gets the tenure for her like pamphlets being a hit or whatever uh Will is now going to be the history teacher and Ricky Martin is now the Spanish teacher Mercedes is not with Sam she's still with other guy and Finn and Rachel are still engaged. And we didn't hear from literally any other characters this episode. <laughs> you want to hear what changed in the course of this episode? So all that stuff happened. It's been 35 minutes in this episode. All of that happens. You want to know what changed? Mr. Shu teaches history now. <laughs> and Emma has tenure, which I guess doesn't matter. It, it, it They're never going to say the word tenure on this show again. Are you crazy? Like, it's... <laughs> And Sue still want let's see, like, everything else is, like, still. Because, like, didn't Sue want to have a baby in the previous episode, or is that just new in this one? Because that I mean, will be important, but, like... I think that's new in this one. Okay, so Sue wants to have a baby, and Mr. Shu teaches history. That's it! Yeah. <laughs> Literally nothing else changed. It was just a lot of back and forth on the same stuff. Yeah. Are there, did I miss any songs? No. I don't think so. Cool. Well, what was your favorite song? 
Um, I guess La Isla Bonita. Yeah, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Naya Rivera looked amazing. She really was on fire in this episode, and yeah. she was the only good part of this episode. Yeah, and I like just started reading this book, and I'm like almost 200 pages into it, and there's a character in it that I've been like picturing as Naya Rivera. And I get kind of sad when I think about how if they make this book into a movie, she can't be in it because she died. Oh, <laughs> It makes me it. sad. She was so talented. What's the book? Uh, it's called Daisy Jones and the Six. Sure. Um, there's a character named Camila, and she, she makes me think of Naya Rivera because oh. she's sexy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, they like... Kurt hands Finn a bunch of like college pamphlets. It's, it's like, oh my god, nobody cares about Finn. Stop trying to like make him feel special. He's not. Stop trying to make Finn happen. He's not going to happen. Yeah, it's not our fault. He sucks. <laughs> it's your fault. See, this is a thing that confuses me about Glee. Is that like Glee seems to want to comment. On how Mr. Schuster is, like, not that great of a teacher and kind of disrespectful and kind of mean. But at the same time, he's framed as the hero of the episode. Yeah. And it's like, you can't have it both ways. Is he bad or is he the hero? Like, it's, he's not an anti-hero. He's not fucking Walter White. (laughs) Like, pick a lane, for God's sake. At least that would be too easy. By the way, loyal podcast listeners, since the last time we recorded, I submitted my term paper on Kurt and queer representation on Glee and the episode Prom Queen, and I got an A. Hell yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah, dude. First semester of college. Professor Mecklenburg, if you're listening. (laughs) I wonder she is. Oh my gosh, this is also the first episode since I got an amazing Christmas present from my little sister who um, who got me a mug with Will Schuster's face on it like 50 times. It's very funny. It's really funny. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's good. Um, I also told her, I, I asked her, I was like, did you get me this because you just remember that I was really into Glee? Or do you know about my other podcast? And she was like, what other podcast? <laughs> and I was like, oh. And so I told her about it and she was like, that's amazing. I'm going to listen to that right now. <laughs> Shout out to Elisa's sister. <laughs> Little sister, if you're listening, you know who you are. <laughs> you can never be on this show. So sorry. <laughs> I told her she could be on the Hannah Montana show. But that would require her to watch Hannah Montana, and she just likes to listen to my show. She doesn't want to actually watch Hannah Montana and mm. see it. She just wants my experience of it. My my sister wants to be on your Hannah Montana podcast. Cool. When I'm actually recording that again, I'll be in touch. <laughs> Dope. <laughs> I should record some of that during this break, but I also, also really be- just want to be lazy. <laughs> yeah, just take a break. Just be on break. I worked really hard. <laughs> Dude, Trailer Trash is over, and I'm so thrilled to never have to watch a movie again. (laughs) What about all the movies that I tell you to watch? 
I mean, I'll watch movies, but I don't. You I gotta watch Lady Bird. When I'm told to watch a movie for a specific by a specific deadline, I'm just like, no. I, I think you would like Lady Bird. I probably would. I watched that's Little Women with Shersha. Oh, that's so good. I did really like Little Women. Did you cry? I cried. I cried. Yes. Yeah. I took Rick and I went and saw that at like the McMinimins Theater by us, and mm-hmm. we both were like crying at the end. I think the movie that still made me cry the hardest out of all the movies we watched in Trailer Trash is still Bridges Over Madison County. Oh, really? <laughs> Bridges in Madison County, whatever the fuck it's called. You should listen to the cast album for the Bridges of Madison County musical. We Grayson maybe listen to some of it. It's also it's really good. good. Yes, um, it's really good. And I read the book, and I watched the movie, and I liked the movie the least out of all three. Really? <laughs> yeah, it made me cry so hard. Meryl Streep is very good in it. Well, I definitely like cried watching like the musical because I had like a bootleg for it, um, and I think I probably also cried reading the book. But the movie, I was like, this is weird. Maybe it's that I didn't like that she was into Clint Eastwood. Maybe that's what it was up. Yeah. It is an odd romantic choice. <laughs> yeah. Like, on Broadway, he was played by Stephen Pasquale, okay? Who has a very different energy. Yeah. Stephen yeah. Pasquale's really hot. <laughs> is he? Yeah. I don't know what he looks like off the top of my head. A bit of Google He used to be married to Laura Bonanti, and now he's married to Philippa Sue. Okay. <laughs> I know, <laughs> right? Quite a quite a marriage history. <laughs> oh, this guy, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's You're not. gonna say that you know him from some like bizarre TV show or something. I don't actually. <laughs> Is he in like a bizarre TV show? Yeah, he was on like I forget what like monster it was but it was like some nbc show where he played like a monster but he was also a doctor rescue me no i think it was called do no do no harm (laughs) was that was he like jekyll and hyde or was he like a werewolf or something what was his deal it looks very jekyll and hyde okay yeah i think that's what it was and i think lin-manuel miranda was on that too respected neurosurgeon dr jason cole has it all a great job a winning personality and a dangerous alternate personality for years jason has been able to keep his other self a devious borderline sociopath who goes by the name of ian in a chemical prison with a powerful sedative but his body has developed a resistance allowing ian to escape and ian is angry about the time he has lost with so much to lose jason must find a way to stop ian from destroying everything that jason- i thought you were done <laughs> What a stupid name. What a stupid show. (laughs) Mr. Jekyll. (laughs) Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yeah, how... Man, he got both Philippa Sue and Laura Benanti? Yeah, pretty crazy. Damn. And he got to make out with Kelly O'Hara in Bridges of Madison County. Well, you know. Win, win, win. I think Stephen Pasquale has what Aaron Tveit thinks he has. I was gonna say he like looks a little Aaron Tveitish, but Aaron Tveit. He's like a man. He like is capable of having chemistry with people. Aaron Tveit is a boy. (laughs) Stephen Pasquale is a man. Thanks for tuning in to our hot Broadway hot takes. They do kind of look similar too. Yeah, they've got similar faces. I mean, Aaron Tveit is fully forty years old. Oh my god. 45.
I didn't realize Aaron Tveit had gotten so old. He's thirty. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. But... He, I mean, he's got a baby face still. He's got the face of a twenty-one-year-old. He looks like Tom Holland a little bit. Oh, he does. They have like the same jawline. Oh my god, he should be like the Green Goblin in the MCU. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, he, when like he, the teen one, you know, like the boy Harry. Remember when he won an, a Tony because nobody else was nominated? Yeah. That's gotta be like the most disappointing way to win a Tony. And he won it like two years after he had done the role. Oh my god! Oh, anyways, this is been TH Glee. We've oh, to talk about. I um, I have some things about previous episodes of Glee that I remembered, and I don't think I talked about on the show. Um, quick rundown fun fact so in the christmas episode in season three there's a cut scene there's a deleted scene which is on these dvds that i can't show you Uh um i'm sure it's also on youtube but there's a deleted scene in the christmas episode where santana sings santa baby i think helping finn pick out an engagement ring it's like very weird i haven't watched it in a long time but you're welcome to look that up and give it a gander um okay. <laughs> and then there was also a deleted scene in the Michael Jackson episode where Sebastian TV's the Flash and uh and the Warblers sing I Want You Back by the Jackson 5. And mm-hmm. I think that's also on YouTube. I think these were all like uploaded by Ryan Murphy in exchange for signing some petition or contract or something. Like not being bullied anymore. Like Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please call, stop calling me slurs on Twitter. <laughs> Here's your glee, monsters. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so those were two things that I had thought of after we had recorded those like a month ago. And I had, I realized I was like, I don't have a memory of talking about that on the show. So I probably didn't. I don't um, remember talking about that. So yeah. Well, they now people know, they- and I'm sure they've already yelled at me on like our reviews or Twitter or something, but the only, um, the only deleted scene we talked about was the Blaine Kurt one from the Christmas episode. Yeah, well, see, that one was a much bigger story than these other yeah. ones. So it's understandable why that. And also, like, my priorities, like, my <laughs> my memories are most tight, ty- ty- closely tied to uh, the Kurt and Blaine stuff. So, yes, because that is your forte. That is where yeah, you thrive yeah. as a person. Yeah. Well, thanks everyone for listening well, to another rousing episode of TH Glee. This episode. How did this one get so long? I don't know because we hate it. I tell you, when we hate the episodes, I think we, we just talked about other stuff for most of it. I know, but I, also when we hate the episodes, we have much more to say about them. I feel like that's true because we, we'll like go off on critiques and stuff. Yeah, but when we like the episodes, like yeah, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, okay, Courtney, I'll say this. From what I remember about the next episode, I mean, there's some weird stuff in it. Oh, the next episode has the other Glee Project guy. Oh. Uh, it's got Teen Jesus. You'll oh. see. Oh. Um, uh, anyway, I remember liking the next episode. Mostly because, like, the good sort of outweighed the bad for me. Hmm. Um, and it's, but, despite liking it, it's got so much happening and a lot of very weird things. And Jeff Goldblum is there. Oh, yeah. And uh, that, like, I think we'll have a lot to talk about. Okay. <laughs> Even though I remember liking it. Okay. 
So let's get to it. <laughs> now that I've given everybody a preview for next week's episode. Yeah. Feature us, take it away. Thank you for listening to another episode of TH Glee. If you like this episode, you can give it a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to see more from us, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at THGlee420. If you want to hear more of my voice, you can check out Pumping Up the Podcast, a Hannah Montana podcast, or follow me on Twitter at LovelyLacy. And if you want to hear more of my voice, you can listen to Ramsey's recaps and Trailer Trash, or follow me on Twitter at CordyStyle. And until next time, don't stop believing. Oh my god. <laughs>